And welcome to this week's My News Rep episode, news from the SAP and Microsoft ecosystem. Um, this week we have a special episode uh, because this week was SAP Tech Ad. Uh, 48 hours taking place from Tuesday to Thursday um, with uh, two keynotes and a lot of sessions. So, what will you be? Um, hearing from me today, well, first of all, let's take a look to the uh, GitHub repo where I have referenced some, some links, uh, the book of news of SAP TechEd, which gives you an overview, several other uh, references like uh, answers to the open questions from the SAP Tech Media and Analyst Q&A, two blogs from uh, Diginomica, and um, very important for those who want to to um, get some hands on all the sessions that have been done at SAP TechEd are available on GitHub. I have also brought in here the key takeaways from um, SAP TechEd with respect to the keynote. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of the overview that I give you within the GitHub repo. I, I didn't write down too much, um, so I will be more talking about the, the keynotes, my impression from the keynotes, and we will shortly walk through uh, the, the book of news. Now, um, let's get things started. Um, so first, let's focus on, on the keynotes. I have to say, if you watch this video, you will see me kind of read my notes because the keynotes did not really um, stick to my brain that much. I will come to that later. So um, I will not comment on the on the sessions. I attended some sessions. Uh, just one remark. Um, if somebody from SAP is listening to this format, if you have sessions that are announced for 40 minutes, and they only take 30 minutes, I would expect that there are 10 minutes to answer questions um, and that there is no hard cut after 30 minutes or even 20 minutes when then the session is shut down and you cannot get any more answers. So that was not very convenient and that happened in several sessions. So that's just one remark. Now, uh, before I start talking about the, the keynote, what, what is my expectation when I attend a technical conference like SAP TechEd or AWS reInvent or Microsoft Build? As it is a tech event, um, I expect news for techies. And the keynote is something which is kind of the, the, the kick off the center part and I, I would expect some energizing messages, some new hot, cool shit announcements where I want to get my hands on. Of course, SAP is a bit different with respect to, to their business focus, um, but nevertheless, we have Sapphire, which is purely business focus, and we have TechEd, which is technical education. Um, well, that, that was my expectation. I. I did not expect the same show as, as Björn Görke launched every year. Um, I expected some, some well, well, slower movement, some um, um, consolidation of stuff, but nevertheless, it's, it's December, it is a very late time in the year, so I would have expected some more announcements that 
kind of did not happen because I, I went with that expectation to the to the keynotes, to the broadcasting of the keynotes, and then kind of well, reality hit me in the face. So uh, with respect to the setup, well, it was more decent than than at Sapphire, that's for sure. So, um, but that's kind of what you expect when uh, you're in December of this year, 2020, uh, when it comes to online conferences. Uh, one thing that, that got on my nerves was um, you, you could watch the keynote at several spots on the on the page of of uh, the ticket, but one was with Q and A, one was with was without Q and A, uh, and you could either watch the keynote full screen or you could watch it in a, in a small window, and then you could also see the questions. Um, yeah, kind kind of strange. Then also in general there was. A lot of glitches in there um, that were not cool from a, from a developer perspective. So there was one sentiment that, or one sentence that I remember that is uh, somewhere in the first keynote. Somebody, it was not Jürgen, it was somebody else, said, "We want open APIs." Um, no, we don't want open APIs. We want APIs that are standardized and rely to open API. Um, so uh, that that was kind of strange. There was also Kima was pronounced the wrong way by SAP guys. Pfft, uh, I don't know. There is a marketing department, so just do your homework. Um, then the, I think, or, or I mean, it's it's not that I think it's it's a fact that all the sessions have been recorded before, or most of the sessions have been recorded before. Um, there was also quite some focus on SAP Cloud Platform Neo to Cloud Foundry, really to Cloud Foundry. And I got the impression from the, the sessions that we had with the German-speaking user group that it's the, the question of Neo to another runtime, not to Cloud Foundry. Um, so there is no real aligned message. There was no real aligned message on that topic. Um, that was kind of my, my overall expression of the keynotes as i said before i i was not really happy with the keynotes so there there was some some news that have been brought up so the 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 point where jürgen picked all the the uh, watches of the keynote up was what happened during this year concerning uh, of course covid-19 the corona one app the climate 21 initiative um the the clean language guideline with respect uh, to the the SAP offerings. Um, then there was quite some stressing of, of the certification topic so that you can freely have free access to certifications or, or reduced uh, uh, access to certifications. You have free learning access and so on and so forth. Um, everything was very scripted during both keynotes and it was very very business-like. So it was not kind of not directly focusing on developers, at least that was my impression. Perhaps other people have other impressions. That's fine. Uh, that's absolutely my impression. Now, one thing that I want to mention about the certification topic, about the free learning topic, that's great. Um, but let's be honest, SAP is not doing it because they are just nice. It's because they want to bring developers on their platform. It because they want to get revenue. And if you offer that, and then the chief uh, learning officer or something like that, I have to, to look that up. Um, 
Yeah, the chief learning officer then brags on Twitter that they are spending 5.5 million dollars on free learning content. That kind of, of misses the point. So um, you're not the only one that is offering free learning content at SAP. Microsoft is doing the same, AWS is doing the same. Um, and there is a, a thought in your mind why you do that. And uh, so this, this tweet was completely over the top. So yeah, I didn't like that. Now, um, what were the, the news or kind of the, the red line during um, uh, TechEd? Well, to be honest, there was no real red line. At least I, I couldn't find it. So there was one topic which was about extensions um, and event-driven extensions, which is nothing really new. There was one bigger topic about um, SAP HANA um, concerning its 10th birthday and the, the kind of highlight now with SAP HANA Cloud. Um, there was a lot of talk about the integration topic, the one domain model, the, the integration stuff and so on and so forth concerning the integration scenarios that they announced, uh, I think last year. Um, well, the goal was not achieved. They have achieved a um, kind of 80 to 90% um, coverage of integration scenarios. Well, with, which basically means 20% um, have not been achieved and all that work in, in IT know the last 20% are the hard ones and it's only cloud. So we're not yet talking about the integration scenarios with on-premise. Um, yeah, then, then there were the key takeaways. I also referenced them on my, on my GitHub repo that have been presented of the first keynote. Um, very slim, very um, more focused on the topics that I just mentioned on integration data to value and extensibility. Um, nothing that, that energized me, nothing that, that made me want to, to go into the depth of, of topic A, B and C and see what happens there. So um, that was really not, not my kind of keynote, uh, but everybody has, has a different point of view. Everybody has a different expectation. So um, that's just my, my impression. Watch the keynote, it's only 40 minutes. Uh, the first one, the second one, too. Um, I cannot say too much about the second one because I watched it, but th there was, from my perspective, no content in there. So nothing to say about that one. Now, however, I have some, some side notes that came across that are always more interesting than the, the pure message from my perspective. There was one very strange sentence by, by Jürgen Müller. Um, I don't know where it was. I, I think it was either on day two or day three when they had some Q&As. And he said um, that the investment on Cloud Foundry are safe as long as we support S4 HANA. And that, that, that was not the investments in SAP Cloud Platform are safe. It was the investments in Cloud Foundry are safe. So um, bringing that together with the, the sessions that are about Neo to Cloud Foundry and they really focused on Neo to Cloud Foundry and not on Neo to Kima, Neo to Serverless, Neo to Steampunk. Um, that, that, that was, I, I don't know where to put that, that sentence in, in what context to put that. What, what made my, my 
mood rise a bit was that at least Microsoft was mentioned during one Q&A with Jürgen Müller as an important partner, as an important collaboration partner. There was also one announcement with respect to, um, I think, some, some industry cloud thingy around collaboration of Microsoft and SAP. Um, so uh, it seems that Microsoft and, and SAP are aligning again a bit more so it seems that the legal stuff that's happening in between is getting resolved at least that's my impression perhaps i just want to hear that because i'm a microsoft fanboy i don't know um however there the the other hyperscalers have not been mentioned at least i didn't come across that and there were very very low number of sessions by by microsoft aws and google so that was kind of surprising um well that's that's maybe because SAP wanted to position their stuff and not uh, get the others too much on stage. I don't know. Now, as I already mentioned, the, the really cool thing is, and that's really highly appreciated, is all the hands-on exercises are available on GitHub. So you can really do the, those on your own because all the hands-on workshops were uh, limited with respect to participants because these were real hands-on workshops with a... With a um, support by some folks. I didn't attend any of those, so I cannot say something about the, the quality or whatsoever. Nevertheless, if you want to go through, you can uh, do them by yourself. Um, that's also true for the developer keynote. So there was one dedicated developer keynote that I also did miss because it was at 5 a.m. and well, I did not get up that early. Um, I watched it on YouTube, but I'm not quite sure if, if there was some miscutting on YouTube because that was kind of a very hard start into that that keynote. So nevertheless, if you want to kind of follow along what, what code was presented in there, that's also available on GitHub. And then there was on the last day one very funny statement by, by Jürgen. At least I think it was funny. It was about quantum security of S4HANA and that they are working on that they are coming up with something in that area so that uh, you cannot kind of uh, decrypt all the stuff when you have a quantum computer. Well, looking at the problems that I have at customer projects, the last problem that we are currently discussing is what happens if a quantum computer gets available that can kind of break down all um, encryption algorithms because of its uh, way of work. So <laughs> I, I don't know where to put that. I, I don't know if, if you meant it was funny or kind of, of a joke, but it was strange to me. Now, another thing um, is that there are some announcements made for announcements of things that will come, which is also quite strange from my perspective for such an event. I want at least a, a, an announcement of a better of a service or whatsoever and not an announcement that I announce something next year. Um, and then there were some things that were really expected to come that did not come. For example, the, the free tier. The free tier will come somewhere in, in 2021 of the SAP Cloud Platform. So the announcement during DSAG Live was that we hear something at TechEd. So he did not lie about that one. 
Um, but now the announcement was that they will announce something in 2021. Then um, SAP Graph is still in beta, which surprised me personally a bit because it's now quite long in beta. Um, and there was one thing, um, the cloud application programming model. We all know that there are some folks from the community heavily involved in, in pushing that stuff. And they, they are expecting to, to get it open sourced for, for connectors, for other databases and so on and so forth. There was no announcement about that. There was even um, kind of a rejection by, by Jürgen Müller. And uh, during the last day, there was a Q&A and, and um, Gregor Wolf and Volker Busek were there as the winner of the Deftoberfest. And they kind of brought up a little piece of, of paper where they say, hey, open source cup. And this was a really, I would say it was raising the middle finger to them as the, the moderator just cut them off at that point in time, kind of cut them off at that point in time. It was a very weak reaction from my point of view. And one other thing that, that I would have expected and that was announced to be coming in 2020 was the migration from the ABAP programming model for SAP Fiori to RUP. Because if you started at, uh, with the ABAP programming model for Fiori, um, they, they announced during TechEd 2019 that there will be a migration path towards ROP. And this was now postponed to 2021. And there was also within the answers to the questions, there was some remark that it will come, but nobody knows how it will come. Um, so that was kind of the keynote. So as I said, it, I was really, really, really disappointed. No announcement, no, no. I would call it energetic feeling that I had after other keynotes of SAP, of other vendors, um, when it comes to technology um, conferences. So this this did not take place, at least not from my perspective. Now, um, that was it about the keynotes. So as I said, not too much content from my perspective. So let's switch to the to the book of news. Uh, that came out. I was kind of surprised that that came out. Um, or I hope that it would come out um, because that's, I think, really cool to, to get kind of a wrap up what happened. Um, so, so let's shortly walk through that one. Um, there was uh, the, the kind of pillar topics um, that have been presented. Well, of course, SAP Business Technology Platform that was highly stressed that it's the, the central platform of everything, um, especially of the industry cloud that was stressed once and once and once again, um, where we have data to value, which basically means all the stuff around data, uh, SAP HANA, integration of SAP HANA, and so on and so forth. We have the integration topic, the extensibility topic. We have some, uh, let's say, cross-platform info uh, and we have a section about product engineering, which I wouldn't have expected at SAP TechEd, which is, for example, about e-invoicing for, for Australia's next big compliance mandate, a, a better release for, I think, Conquer for simplifying expense in Jap uh, Japanese public transportation. I wouldn't have expected it at SAP Ticket. 
Let's put it that way. So um, yeah, let's let's shortly jump through that one and see if we find something interesting. So we have the data to value part um, uh, with a lot of, of um, well, news kind of. I, I don't know if there are really news because that's not my home turf um, around SAP Data Warehouse Cloud. Um, we have some industry business content packages, which kind of from my perspective also stresses again the importance of the uh, industry clouds. There have also been several sessions about the industry clouds, especially for partners um, in the SAP TechEd agenda. So this is for me another um, hint that partners should take a closer look at the uh, industry cloud. Uh, it's also stressed here once again um, within this section about the industry business content in Subdata Warehouse Cloud that um, they, they rely on the partner ecosystem for that content. Now, um, well, there's some news about SAP HANA Cloud uh, with respect to the integration of SAP ASE and SAP IQ. Again, not, not my home turf, so... Um, one announcement that I think was also made, I think at Sapphire, now it seems to come to reality. So we have the integration of SAP Analytics Cloud and SAP S4HANA. As you might know, that was already part of S4HANA Cloud. And now um, you can also integrate the on-premise version of S4HANA with um, SAP Analytics Cloud in a very fast, uh, decent way. Uh, it's kind of a feature parity between uh, cloud and on-prem. Now, there, there are several other announcements. I jump over them because there are kind of very, very detailed um, features of, of solutions. So that, that's really kind of, that, that's the red line of, of the news of SAP TechEd. So we have a general availability of scenario planning using what-if analy analytics, okay. Um, we have the general availability of an improved developer experience with an enhanced analytics designer. Okay. Um, and so on and so forth. Then we have an announcement of an announcement. So we have uh, the critical care capacity planning for SAP Analytics Cloud that is planned for February availability. So as I said before, <laughs> What's that? I mean, it's TechEd, make the, the announcement, put it in beta, put it in alpha, but do not announce something to announce something. So that's that's kind of completely strange to me. Um, well, that's, that's all about data. So as I said, that's not completely my home turf. I'm also not the biggest fan of SAP HANA, to be honest, especially because of the pricing um, and because of all the other hyperscalers and and vendors of, of databases except for Oracle go a different path with respect to the functionality of the database. So they have dedicated databases for dedicated scenarios, highly specialized. Um, and, and HANA is kind of the, the Swiss army knife. Um, so yeah, that's why I cannot say too much about the, the relevance of that stuff. Um, we have now the integration part so this is this is really uh, um, cute. The, there is the general availability of enhancements to the integration suite. There, 
seem to be some enhancement. I couldn't really find them here within the text that, that is represented here. But there is one thing that um, I think is cool because I already have had some glimpse on the, on the um, let's say, lab version. SAP is redesigning the, the API hub, the api.sap.com in order to improve something like, like search capabilities, discovering of APIs. So it's at the moment, it's really quite hardcore. And the new version is really, if they didn't change something since I last saw it, really cool. Now, what do they do? They announced that they will be an availability in the future. In Q4 2020, now we can cross-check that because um, you can go to beta.api.sap.com and you will see a page where the launch announcement is on there with a, with a timer clicking down in 18 days. So as I'm recording this on the 11th of December, this will be at the end of December. So yeah, it's true. It's true. The API Business Hub will come out in Q4 2020 at Sylvester. So, um, or near Sylvester, let's be precise. Um, thanks for that announcement. And then we have another topic that's, yeah, kind of a red line or kind of something that was heavily stressed if you take a look at the uh, sessions. And that's SAP Intelligent Robotic Process Automation. Um, that is now also part of the SAP Cloud Platform Integration Suite Digital Edition. Um, the, the robotic process automation or the intelligent robotic process automation is one big topic of this year's SAP TechEd. I don't know if you make developers happy with that, but um, that's, that's one thing that SAP is putting heavily stress on that. Um, there is some discussion going on as usual for robotic process automation. What's the value? Um, what's kind of the target scenarios? But that's has not been done here within this, this um, book of news. Then we have one um, announcement about the SAP One Domain model, which was also brought up during the keynote, um, which is generally available, at least for some objects, for one process. So the One Domain model is now supporting um, with first business objects, the end-to-end -end business process of recruit retire. So this uh, lingua franca is partly available. Um, it's kind of the basis for, for a consistent master data integration replication for the graph API. Um, but it's I think it's a lot of work to do and I'm not quite sure if this will be a success. So I, I got reminded of the old days of this um, enterprise SOA stuff that SAP did. That's, I think, 10 years ago or even more. Um, yeah, I'm curious how things will evolve with this SAP One Domain model and when we will really be able to, to use it in, in real life. Because at the moment, that's just, yeah, something is available, but you cannot really use it from my perspective. Um, yeah, then I would jump across one announcement. Then there was another thing that, that kind of surprised me um, that, that it came up with in the book of announcements. And that's the project Luigi that introduces web component based micro front ends. 
Um, for those of you who have been a bit into the project Kima, uh, that's exactly what Kima uses right from the start in order to make the UIs, in order to make the, the administration cockpit. So this is this is nothing new. It's it's a, and it's even written in this book of news. It's available since two thousand eighteen. So um, I, I I do not really get why why that is a news. So um, yeah, it's it's getting some traction in the open source community. That's true. So that's that's definitely the case. But yeah, because it's it's cool it's working and if you have ever been to the Kima dashboard it's fast as hell compared to all the other UF5 based frontends so yeah but not really a news from my perspective um, then we have also another a nice uh, announcement about the SAP data custodian that was uh, heavily pushed in I think tech at 2018 there was the, the lab preview um, that was presented and now the SAP data custodian um, has one more functionality. Um, they say that the SAP Data Custodian is the key management service for multi-cloud encryption. And then in the next paragraph, they say, well, it's available for SAP HANA and it's available for SAP IBP. So, well, it's then not really the multi-cloud encryption that I would have expected. But if you're in that area working with IBP, perhaps that's... Um, relevant information for you but yeah another very very fine-grained announcement of, of an improvement of a functionality of an existing um, service or solution of sap yeah then um, let's go to the area of extensibility so we have uh, here now in the focus the sap business technology platform which is kind of a, of a meter description of several pillars that are run underneath um, where one is the SAP cloud platform and there is again the the hot topics according to SAP's this year's tech ad which is intelligent robotic process automation debatable the SAP cloud platform workflow management existing since quite some years and one at least for me new thing SAP room RW so UUM um, which seems to be some kind of power platform, Microsoft Power Platform competitor. Um, I think there is more information on the on the next side of the yeah um, on the next side of this book of news. So there there is SAP Room that is now positioned as a, as a low code no code solution to model workflows. Uh, there was some short demo in one of the keynotes. I hope, I really hope that SAP will not try to compete against established and well-matured solutions like Microsoft Power Platform in the area of low-code. This will not work out. So I, I don't know where this is going, but this was, again, one very hot topic. And for me, it was not really um, hot shit. And it was especially kind of an area where I do not see SAP. Um, they, they should more focus on integrating the other tools into their, their business scenarios and not try to to get on a battleground that is already set by other competitors, clearly set by other competitors. But again, my opinion. 
Um, then we have the SAP Intelligent Robotic Process Automation where we have release 2.0 that came out. So um, as I said, from my perspective, there are valid scenarios where something like robotic process automation is a fair tool to solve problems for business. I don't know if it has to be that prominent um, in a developer conference. But um, if you're working with that one, there is a new release. So check that one out. Um, then we have, uh, concerning the extension area, another GA announcement concerning productivity tools within SAP Cloud Platform. There is a visual modeler for the SAP Cloud Application Programming Model um, and new features for the SAP Cloud Platform Mobile Services. I don't know if you need a visual modeler for the CUP, but well, yeah. What kind of annoys me is that if you want to use it, you have to use the SAP Business Application Studio. There was no announcement that it will become available or is available for uh, Visual Studio Code. Um, yeah, which is something that SAP should definitely talk about. And there is another thing that that's, was written down here in this announcement that um, the core data services are a, a JSON notation. I don't think that they are JSON. At least that's not what I have seen when I did the, the OpenSAP course that they are JSON. There is a, just simply a different type of notation. You can transpile it to JSON, but that's not it. And there is also another announcement that I'm not an expert, but I asked experts um, that uh, UFI that you can uh, uh, do a mobile development kit that generates web applications and that can then be run as really progressive web apps. And that's simply not the case. So this is something that I mentioned before when I talked about the keynote. Uh, there are technical, yeah, really technical wrong uh, statements. And this is another one. So, well, leave some, some, well, some, some taste around if, if you read something like that in a document that was definitely checked by legal marketing and I guess when, when it comes to SAP, 15 other departments, as in every bigger company. So SAP is not something special there. Then uh, there was an announcement of something that's generally available, I think, since mid of the year. That's the enterprise messaging, event-driven architecture thingy, the, the add-on that is highly appreciated that it's also available for ECC. Um, but it's nothing new. So yes, there, there have been improvements uh, with respect to the availability of events. So there are more events available with um, SAP HANA 2020 um, or SAP S4 HANA 2008. Um, but yeah, it's available since quite some time. So um, yeah, then we have again some general availability of an automation pilot for SAP Cloud Platform in order to automate uh, DevOps tasks. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is really useful or not, um, but again, you see one of the core topics goes into the direction of, of automation of a lot of tasks, be it robotic process automation, be it low code automation. 
Then there was another announcement that was also, um, if you listen to this podcast or watch this this video blog um, announced by me a few weeks ago, because with the last version of SAP Cloud Platform ABAP environment, the first version of a, of a kind of multi-tenancy enabled um, steampunk was available. Now there was some discussion going on. I think it was mentioned in one Diginomica blog that this is not really um, multi-tenancy, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, it's not multi-tenancy, uh, that's right, uh, with respect to real cloud native development, but that's not the point. Um, the point is that the, the ABAP environment is really one of the, the environments, besides Kima from my perspective, that is continuously evolving with functionality that is driven by customers and partners. And yes, it's it's the first step to a, to a multi-tenancy enablement. It's not really multi-tenancy uh, that you would expect, but it already helps the partners and gives you a good feeling because that was something that they said in 2019, 2020, we will do our best to enable partners. And that is what came. And there is also one, one other important thing, and that's the landscape portal that what was introduced with the ABAP environment. And that's also helping partners. So it's not about getting the, the perfect solution right from the start, but seeing that there is continuous improvement. And from my perspective, the, the ABAP environment is also, I know that the use cases are limited from my perspective um, when it comes to side-by-side -side extensions, but they, they are there. But they're really enabling partners and that's highly appreciated. So this, this discussion about uh, it's not completely perfect multi-tenancy right from the start yeah okay but at least they do improvements and but again as i said i do not see it as a, as a real news for um, sap ticket okay then we have some cross-platform uh, thingies which is mostly going into the area of education in the area of um, getting information from the sap discovery center um the Learning Hub, of course, so that you have now free access to Learning Hub if you attended SAP Ticket until I think March 2021, and you get some discount when it comes to um, um, certifications. But this discount, if you calculate it closely with the offerings, you will see it's not really a discount um, because there is another offering where you can get um, more tries for certifications with a lower price, even if you compare it to the discounted um, offering of Ticket, but yeah. Um, then we have some other announcements about the regional expansion of um, SAP Cloud Platform. Okay. That's, I mean, they're, they're rolling out the, the stuff um, with respect to SAP Cloud Platform, with respect to SAP HANA Cloud. I mean, there is always some certification then going on, um, but kind of a side note for a, for a conference. And then my, my yeah, really top topic of this year's TechEd, the free tier, um, that was said that as a DSHE Live, um, that there will be a free tier announcement in SAP Ticket, and there was an announcement that the free tier will be announced in 2021. That's, yeah, from my perspective, a fail. Uh, the description here is, uh, read it closely. It's a description of a free tier, as all the other cloud providers have it. So I think there is some 
there has to be done some management of expectation because I think that a lot of developers have the the opinion that they will get a complete SAP cloud platform for free with let's say some limitations concerning how much memory does my, my HANA have, how much um, uh, ABAP systems can I have and so on and so forth. Uh, mm, I don't think that that will be the case. You will have some, some services that have within their plan a free tier with respect to the, the amount of calls that you can do to that API. But I don't think that you will have within this free tier, let's say, a, a free chemo cluster. I really don't think so. Um, because that, that wouldn't be feasible from a, from a business perspective by SAP. But that's something that I would have hoped that there is some clarification during this tacket. But as I said, there was not. Um, yeah, there was some update on the integration strategy, as I mentioned before. Um, which is another point uh, that that I referenced in my GitHub repo. So there is a new um, guideline for integration or an updated guideline, but also nothing really new. So let's move on. Um, yeah, they, uh, as, I, as I have highlighted for those who watched the video, the, the hybrid integration is now part of the integration plan. Highly appreciated, but simply the, the reality um, at customer sites and then there is this last section within the, the book of news about product engineering and yeah don't get me wrong but yeah nice announcements but that's nothing for a ticket that's just new features in the product or in some some very specialized products um, and there is one thing that, that was announced again um, some very special topic see if I can find it yet. Uh, the SAP Cloud SDK now is able to connect to more SAP solutions. Um, yeah, cool. That's kind of not a that big announcement. That's something that we, to be honest, expect uh, because this is kind of the SDK for connecting to your SAP Cloud system. So yeah, not, not what I would have expected. Um, there is also some more news about the uh, cloud ALM, so the application lifecycle management, which now supports hybrid solutions, extended monitoring and agile projects. So if you are working with that stuff, um, I think you should take a look at that. Uh, they, they are also one example that are continuously evolving their solution. Um, but again, not, not a real big announcement. Yeah. And that that, that was it. That was it from um, SAP TechEd. So, as I said before, not too many news, or should I say, nearly no news, nothing really new. It was kind of a wrap up what happened this year. No groundbreaking announcements. Um, there was some discussion with respect to the learning path, with respect to. Um, how to evolve as a developer. And this is something that I want to bring up as a, as a last statement for this session. So there was, I think that the most important statement during TechEd and that was done, which kind of did not surprise me by Thomas Young. Um, and he said, there is, there is not a one single skill that you should focus on, except the skill of, of learning. So just be curious, just be, be eager to learn new stuff 
And as, as the industry, as the IT industry is constantly changing and growing, he thinks that the best developers, and I fully agree with that, are the ones that keep their skill set up to date. So um, that is kind of, for me, a, a key message during this tacket where there was a lot of discussion. Has ABAP, is ABAP dead? Will there be ABAP in the future? The, the usual discussion around ABAP. Where should we focus on Node, Java? I don't know what. This is really, from my perspective, a very, very good statement that was made during TechEd. Um, just be curious, keep your mind open, look at new stuff. Unfortunately, there wasn't too much new stuff during TechEd, but um, at least all the hands-on sessions are available on GitHub, as I mentioned. So if you want to stick to that sentence of Thomas Young, and I highly recommend that, um, go through these hands-on sessions, take a look what what you want to do, where you want to to kind of sharpen your sword as a, as a developer and go through that stuff. Yeah, so that was kind of my not too enthusiastic, I guess, uh, session about SAP TechEd because I, as I said, was not really ignited by by the messages. Um, anyway, I hope you, you enjoyed it. I hope you could get something out. However, it's my opinion. Build your own opinion. Watch the keynote. Perhaps there is something in for you. Um, I... I really do not know. There was nothing in for me. Um, so we will have a next session next Friday. And then we will have the, the classical format again, which means news from SAP and the Microsoft area. Till then, have a nice Friday. Have a nice week. Bye.